from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. One, two, clean. Besties, hey, how are you doing today? Was that a song? Yeah, it was. I just made it yeah. up. Guys, our new thing, actually not our new thing at all, I've done this for the last three years, we <laughs> sing everything. I could literally be like, hey, Sarah. She'd be like, hey, Sydney. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. And then it's the, always, like, the whoa, whoa. And then we'll be, we'll be in public in groups of people and we'll harmonize, like, our mood, our, like, our food order or, like, our mood. Like, Sarah, I'm hungry. <laughs> and it's always the same tune. It's always the same tune. The same song does not exist that we've just somehow created. But, yeah. It's it a lot of, like, Gabriella Montez nasal. The way it's, it's put it. Like, there's always a, a really nasal. Yeah. yeah. And it's always the same tune, though. Or, like, the same, like. Oh, 
yeah. little niche niche thing, you know? And you know what's also really fun is that Sydney, when she sings the melody of any song and I harmonize with it, we sound really fucking good. Yeah. But when it's anything other than that, it literally <laughs> sounds like a cat in a blender plus Sarah's good voice. I'm pretty sure the cat in the blender phrase was coined by Simon Cow Powell. We've had this discussion before. It was before. actually created by my bully in fifth grade telling that my last time like a cat in a blender. I was like... Sorry, ha ha ha. You were a bully in the fifth grade. I literally was. I was also like queen bitch, so. Oh, they, could so they try. tried. They, they tried. could try. My nickname was at least Sid the Snake. I was so mean. <laughs> <laughs> I ran that school. Ill. Mm. You just took a drink. Ill. <laughs> There's nothing we're discussing while she will drink something. Like the gulp in their throat makes you literally want to hurl. Ill. I think there's a common ground between that and. The way, like, dogs' stomachs feel to you. Ew. 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 So, like, people always think, oh, my God, you like dogs? Ew. I like dogs from afar. I like them up close as well. But I will not pick a dog up because the way that its stomach moves actually makes me nauseous. Like, I I can't. I don't like it. I don't approve of it. I think we need to fix it. But, yeah. They're they're cute from afar. There's one dog I like. It's a little uh, hot dog dog. Whatever that's called, a wiener schnitzel. Oh, yeah, the wiener dogs. Yeah. Um, Dachshund. Dachshund. That's the only dog in the world that I like. Dachshund. So, today, what we're doing is... Advice in public part two. Yeah. Because, honestly, guys, we get a lot of DMs. We talk to people a lot. But, like, we had an idea to do, like, an advice dating episode because we had gotten so many DMs at, like, one time about dating. Yes. So, we put a story up and we were like, oh, my God, DM us or comment on this story if you want us to give you advice on your specific situation. And we got a lot more than we were expecting. We were like, we're going to get like maybe five. And half of them were probably people we know joking. We ended up getting a lot. And we wanted to like give every person the attention they deserve because we love our community. I don't even want to say fans because I think fans sounds so superficial. Like if I, if I ever say that I have fans, please slap me in the face. I will. Thank you. I'll I will. do the same to you. Thank you. Um, so our community, as we like to say, because we're fans of you as well. Oh my God, that was so cute. So we're now doing part two, finishing those questions. We'll probably do this like maybe once every two months, every three months on different topics, like whether it's school or careers or your love life or like- Or your fuck life. Fuck life. But yeah, so we're doing advice in public, dating edition, part two, right now. Let's go. Let's start pulling up the first one right now. Okay. Oh my God, we have nine requests. Ew. What are they? Um, I think he was putting us in their story, but I've never seen until after, so I don't know what they posted. <laughs> okay. Number one, number one. Oh, I remember this one. She said, hi. Hi. <laughs> so my boyfriend is basically dating his best guy friend. His best friend, bleep, is a complete pile of shit. And every time he gets drunk, he yells at me. My boyfriend always says he was drunk, he didn't know better, or he didn't know what he was doing. But if I talk about my worries, my boyfriend gets mad at me. Total double standards. I don't want him to choose by any means, but holy bleep, I'm sick of this kid and it's highly frustrating. My boyfriend and I are talking about marriage and he bought a ring. Her. I don't really want bleep at my wedding when he's probably going to just ruin it. Lots of annoying circumstances, and I want to be a good partner and support my boyfriend, but his friends maybe want to ugh, help. That is the toughest situation I've literally ever heard because you like love your man so much and you don't want his best friend at the wedding, which isn't like your fault, but like that's obviously going to be oh my god, this like huge thing. The interesting thing is, I feel like usually when friends become an issue in a relationship, it's always the girl's friends. Yeah. So it's interesting that it's a guy this time. No, I completely agree because usually it's, like, the girls being so protective of their friend that, like, they don't like the guy or, like, the girls having history with the guy or, like, the guy not liking it. You know what I mean? It's, like, always yeah. something about the girls. And I think 
this is a very unique situation because when guys feel really passionate about something, especially when it comes to like friends, things can get so tricky. Like arguments can spiral way out of control. When in reality, it's like, do you think, do you think, dear listener, that the, a possibility of like you sitting down and talking to your boyfriend, soon to be fiance's like best friend, do you think that that's even an option? Like just a one on one sit down, like a uh, absolutely, like we really want you to come to our wedding, but like here's what you have to do, and like here are a list of rules that like you have to follow because I want you to be there, but like at the same time, it's my wedding and I want to be happy. Okay, so I think. What is probably hard, and I think it's no matter what situation, what gender, etc., is that you feel like a deep sense of loyalty to both people. So as the person in the middle, who is in this case your boyfriend, you feel like you have to choose. So I feel like his way of quote-unquote not choosing is trying to say there's never been a problem in the first place. And that's his way of being like, oh, I'm not choosing any sides, I'm just saying that maybe like we're all just being dramatic and nothing is happening, you know? But I think it might be helpful to sit him down and not like yell, not fight, but like respectfully say, hey, this has been an issue for like quite a long time. If we do want to be in a serious relationship going forward and get married and talk about marriage, etc., then we need to address this issue now before it becomes a problem later. Because when it comes to a problem later in your marriage, it's going to blow up. So I think address it before you get to that point. Mm-hmm. But I think you should, number one, tell him or the guy, whoever you're talking to, that being drunk is not an excuse for a certain kind of behavior. Mm-hmm. Like, if you know that getting drunk caused you to be angry or physical or violent or mean or rude, then, hey, stop getting drunk. Or don't get drunk around me. You know, if I'm uncomfortable by that, then I shouldn't be forced to be in that situation in the first place. And your boyfriend should realize that, recognize that, and want to protect you from that. Number one, number one, number one. Number two... If that man yells at you, yell back at him. Be like, I don't know who the fuck you think you're talking to, but it is not me. You have the wrong one. <laughs> I'm the queen of the house. <clears throat> yeah, was literally. It, was I will kick your ass out. Yeah. So I think one, to address that with your boyfriend or talking directly to his friend, mm-hmm. just tell him that like it's behavior is not acceptable. And if he plans on keeping a place in your life or in your relationship's life, then he needs to get that shit together and under control. So I think tell your boyfriend that, explain to him, sit it down, say it respectfully that like this needs to be addressed now before it becomes a huge issue later. That's my two cents. Yeah, and also <clears throat> you're so right, and I think it's really mature of you to say that like you're not trying to get your boyfriend to completely not be friends with him or to pick sides and stuff like that. That's really mature, and I think you already have a really good foundation built to having this really productive conversation. So that's awesome. I would say just like trust in yourself and trust that you're mature enough to be able to sit down with your man and your or your man's friend or both of them eventually and figure out what's going on and get to the root of it and at least if you're worried about like weddings or special occasions where you feel like he's going to be there I would just really try to set boundaries and maybe not include your man in mm. that conversation like sorry i mean i mean cause he's obviously going to pick sides you know and, and he, then that's forcing him to pick sides if he's like present for that conversation I don't know. That's a future problem, though. Don't worry about that right now. Yeah. Take some easy advice right now. That was good. I, um, yeah, I've also, me and Sarah are obsessed with weddings, especially yeah. me. I'm really obsessed with them. Yeah. So please send us your ring and your dress and all this cute stuff. I just want to live vicariously through you, my single ass. Um, Sarah's not single, but whatever. Um, Thank you for your single. question. We love you. Next question. I need to stop singing. Next question. Period. <laughs> This one's really short. What if you're dating someone and it's all going pretty well, and then they only start showing interest in your friends and insist only hanging out in group settings? 
Bitch. Okay. I would say the first thing you have to do here is take off the fucking rose-colored glasses and the veil and really analyze this guy's behavior with your friends especially like and not your friends in general not your friends as a group don't be like oh yeah he just because that's the conclusion you already came to obviously he wants to hang out with your friends along with you that's great that he likes your friends that's awesome that he likes your friends that is preferable that he likes your friends preferable but like really next time you guys hang out I would even like uh, prompt it, be like, oh, should they get my house? And then once everybody comes over, I would really analyze which friends that he's into and that he talks to because there could be something else going on there behind the scenes that you don't know about. And it's better to know now than it is in two years or one year or a few months even because that's some sketchy behavior. I don't know. Like if, if Pony Boy would just only be like, let's hang out with Sydney or like let's all the time like go out with you know, Mia and Booch and Blah and never wanted to hang out with me by myself. That make me feel like he likes my friends more than I do. Yeah. Or like he's only using me as like a way in with other people for his own personal entertainment, which yeah. is upsetting. I think honestly, just ask him to hang out alone. Like next time you guys have plans, be like, hey, would you mind if it's like just us? And if he like insists on it being your friends, I would honestly just be honest and bring it up because you can like speculate question all you want but the only way you're ever going to find out is if you just ask the person directly hell but, yeah so be like hey what's up like do you have a problem with us hanging out alone or like is something going on that you want me to know about like just wanted to like figure that out before like things blow up or whatever but yeah like obviously sarah and i throw really each other literally twice a week like i it's like not even like a weird intrusive thing though like no. most of the time like we invite each other because like we want uh, them to like have but it's also always like, uh, like partner, me yeah. being like Sydney. I want you to come because you're my best friend. You know yeah. what I mean? Like Pony all the time was like in my ear, like invite Sydney, invite Sydney, invite Sydney, invite Sydney, invite me, invite Pooch, invite Brian, and like, yeah. all that stuff. Like obviously that sketched me out a little bit. Yeah. But like, um, I think that you're so right about having a conversation with the guy because that's really important. Being straight up and honest. However, if you want to be a spy little sneaky sneak, I, I'm would, so I would go through the friend. But also, are they really your friend if they're sleeping with you? Yeah. Also, no, they're not. <laughs> yeah, I was like, girl, this could be something completely different. I think you straight up ask, honestly, yeah. because you can speculate all you want and you'll never know, you know? From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God. We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Yeah. But also, like... I'm a little toxic. <laughs> so take my advice if you're toxic. And if you're healthy, Jason. I'm so dead. We hang out with our guys in, like, groups, though, a lot. Yeah. Like, with us three. And I kind of like it just because I, like, want my guy to have a relationship with... Sarah, obviously, my best friend. Yeah. But obviously, if he was all the time, like, am I Sarah? Am I Sarah? Am I Sarah? I'm like, can you back up? Like, calm down. <laughs> You'll see her, like, literally tomorrow. Chill. Yeah, exactly, because we already see each other so often that even if, you know what I mean? And I really like that because what is the most important thing to me ever? Because I've had it in none of my relationships because, like, with my past two major relationships specifically, they didn't like any of my friends. They didn't want to get to know, like, my family. Like, my mom's really important to me and stuff. And they didn't really want to take that extra mile to go meet them or even like talk to them or I'll go out together for dinner or coffee or drinks or anything like that so what I like what there should be a very healthy balance here you should be able to have the relationship that Sydney just described where he feels comfortable texting Sydney for example and asking about ring size or asking about like birthday gifts or anniversaries you said our engagement ring or no or like surprises or even like just to get advice or even just to talk to you and ask how you're doing like I love that like I want I want my boyfriend to feel comfortable going out with you together alone on a lunch date. That's like the dream to me. And same with my mom, you know, but there's a healthy balance between that and being absolutely excessive, only hanging out in group settings, especially if you guys are exclusive. That's such a red flag. Right? Weirdo behavior. Yeah. Okay. Next question. Oh, it's from a guy listener. We've been a lot of DMs lately from guy listeners and it Mm -hmm. makes me so happy that like, because obviously our podcast is like a community that we like intended it for it to be for women yeah. but like we are women identifying whatever but um it's also so great that people who um like anyone can like find entertainment or solace or advice in this so if you're our listener we love you thanks for listening five percent of you five percent of our listeners are guys and that's probably like 10 people Ew. <laughs> thanks y'all thank you guys oh my god you. yes it's from a guy listener hey boo um he said Hey, I found your podcast scrolling through Spotify. By the way, love every minute of it. Thank you. But I'd love to see what your insight is on long-distance relationships. I have my own thing going on. I moved from New York to Florida, and she lives in Massachusetts. I want to hear your stories, the ups and downs. I want to hear all of it. Much love to y'all. So long-distance relationships? Yeah, we're actually both kind of in one. Yes. So you came to the right people. Ah. (laughs) I said ah in my my voice. Your voice said ah. (coughs) 
So, like, we have long distance in very different ways. Mm-hmm. In the sense that... We've been playing with our faces like that. I We've been know. doing it the whole time. I need fucking facial, but what were they just wash my face multiple times in a day? <laughs> um, yeah, we have long distance. Ew. Ew, what was that noise? Oh, God. We have... Sorry, we haven't had breakfast yet, so we're a little, a little weird. Um... <laughs> We have them in very different ways. I said that four times now. That was so funny. We've had different ways in the sense that Sarah and Tony Boy are a long-term relationship, mm-hmm. and but they live like a like four how many hours away? We live from like <clears throat> my God, I'm so sorry. From New York, <clears throat> are we okay? Yeah. From New York City to Pittsburgh, it is a seven-hour drive. So like there is distance there, but like it's very easy to make trips back and forth. Like they do see each other very often. So like they're long distance, but there's also they can make the distance shorter sometimes. Yeah. That was a really dumb way of putting that. My situation is we aren't dating yet, but we're like in the pre relationship phase. But the distance is here to Spain. So it's quite a bit of distance. Because then you also have, well, first of all, there's plane travel. So you have to travel on a plane if you ever want to see him. Yeah. And it's the time difference and it's the long distance cellular data. Like, it's yeah. so, there's so many more obstacles that you have to face that Eric and I have never had an issue with. Yeah. That pony, that pony boy and I have never had an issue with. Yeah. Like, it's also six hours, six hour time difference, six hour, like 50 hour flight. Yeah. But um, I think. One way is to think of the benefits of having long distance because obviously shorter distance is like more convenient. It's more suitable for relationship in some people's like situations. But for me, at least in my situation, it's very beneficial because we were together when we first met, obviously, like for a while. And then he went back to Spain for the summer. But because of that distance, we're able to focus pretty much solely on building a foundation for relationship and focusing on like emotional understanding and getting to know each other etc without the like pressures of outside people and uh hooking up and sex and all that stuff so we're able to like build something that's healthy and i think that like because we can only focus on that for what three months our understanding of each other is going to be a lot deeper than other relationships that start at the same point you know right so i think one is um, obviously keeping that in mind. And then also making communication a priority. Because this is your time to build like a healthy stream of communication. Because obviously it's one of the most important things in a relationship. Probably like top three in my mind. Is the ability to communicate like in an efficient way. So use this time to build that like very, very solid foundation. So it's never an issue later in the relationship. Exactly. And... <clears throat> As someone who's really, really, really independent, I've been single for a really long time and I actually really, really liked being single when I was and going out with other people and, you know, just playing the field in like my own kind of Sarah way. And now this new person is in the equation and I obviously can't sleep with all these people or go out with all these people or like talk to all these guys and flirt at bars anymore and dance with people at nightclubs. Like that's not something that I am able to do anymore. But further than that, that's not something that I want to do. And I think as someone who loved being single I know that like now that I am in a relationship it's not because I've been so like oh my god relationship where's my man like I need to find my man and I know yeah my man and I think that that really helped in determining how happy I actually am and I think make sure that you're okay with being alone in a long distance relationship that's where I'm trying to get at because no matter 
how much you text and FaceTime and call and have phone sex. It's never going to be the same as having real sex or going on actual physical dates. And it is really hard, even as someone who is as independent as Cindy and I are, it's hard. Long distance is really, really hard for us even still. And we would obviously so much prefer our guys be location wise where we are. And I think from there, once you really take off the rose colored glasses and get past the like, well, our love can withstand anything. We, we don't even have to do any work because like instead of having this grandiose idea of what love is and this fairy tale kind of vision except the fact that it's going to be hard and that you guys are going to have fights about being in long distance relationships but have the stable foundation that you need and really you have to like work hard to text and to call and to facetime in order to even remotely get past all of that i think also something i've dealt with too with like being in a relationship with someone who's like in the same town as you or same vicinity as you I think you get these intrusive thoughts sometimes where it's kind of like, am I actually meant to be with this person? Do I actually love them? Or just because I spend so much time with them and they're always right there, you know? Like, someone I can lean on, so I can call to, etc. Like, is it actually meant to be? Or are we just, like, lean on, relying on each other because we're so close, you know? So I think that in long distance, if you do make it work or, like, put an effort, just know that your willingness to, like, understand each other and be with each other and be loyal with each other despite distance is, like, a very big testament to, like, you guys actually, like, needing or wanting or meant to be together. You know, that that willingness is, like, unmatched, you know? Because a lot of people aren't, honestly, <laughs> together out of convenience. Like, when you grow up in a small town your entire life and then you're just, like, hooking up with that person for a really long time because yeah. they're literally right there across the street and they can come over at 2 a.m. Yeah. Like... I think a lot of relationships are built off of a foundation like that, but you guys are about to have something really special where it's going to be long distance, but now you know, number one, that you can always have long distance if you get through this long distance period. Mm -hmm. Like, if you ever, for any reason, God forbid, have to be long distance again, you know you can do it, and that long distance won't be, like, a breakup factor. And number two, as Cindy said, like, it's a really big testament to your love in general and that you know you're not just with a man of convenience. I will say just remember... Sorry. Just remember (laughs) that... Just know the distance is temporary, but the connection and the love is lasting. Yes. Keep that in mind. Okay. Next question. This could be the last one. Um, okay. Last question. Hi. Love the pod and heard you give DM advice. Yes, we do. Yeah. My boyfriend just got this new job. He's very busy and it's overwhelmed. So much so to the point where he thinks he may be depressed. He's only planning on working at this job for the summer, like two more months, but it's really affecting our, affecting our relationship. Not only am I not seeing him, but I got no attention at all, like recently. I've communicated with him that I understand he's busy and we can't see each other as much, but I just need reassurance. He apologizes to me, but never does anything to make me feel better. And the cherry on top is that he still hangs out with all of his friends regularly. What the fuck do I do? I'm getting treated like shit, but I don't feel right in things because everything he's going through right now. I think when people's... It, mental health is obviously a very sensitive subject and if, when it's someone you love it's even more sensitive because you don't want to be a bitch or you know an asshole but you also you also need to put your mental health first I think is the one thing you should always remember and if he's always hanging out with his friends and doing all of these things you obviously need to reconsider what is good for you in this situation And another thing I think you should reconsider that I don't think you said in your question that you just should like self-reflect on is like when you when you guys do spend time together, is he is he energy soaking? Like, is he just wanting your pity or is he just really wanting the attention? And like, that's why he's hanging out with you because it's making him feel better in that moment. And are like, what are you getting out of it? Because a relationship obviously should always be a two way street or 
is he actually loving and does he actually pay attention to you and ask about your day and ask how you're feeling and have these like really productive conversations with you so I think the first thing you have to do is self-reflect on like the time that you guys do spend together is it beneficial and like is it what I need right now to get me through this really hard time that your partner that my partner's going through um and then I think the second thing is I understand that you don't want to be an asshole and I understand that obviously he's going through a really hard time um I would say the first thing you have to do is talk to him straight up about it and have a conversation and be like, this is how I'm feeling. This is how you're making me feel in a very don't use I statements. Don't because obviously people who are suffering from mental health, they can't don't put any more blame on them because that obviously can send someone down a spiral. So I would say use I statements and always follow everything up with, I love you and I want this to work. And I wouldn't be talking to you about this if I didn't want this to work. So I feel like this and this and this, and I really think that we can get through this in a way where we're both collaboratively trying to find a solution. That's what I think the conversation should look like. So those are my first like two things I think you should do. Yeah. I think kind of like what Sarah said is obviously you care about him and his mental health is obviously important, but also so is yours. And if you are unhappy, you feel mistreated, you feel upset and sad, you shouldn't have to stay in that situation just because you're scared of how he might feel or how it might affect him mm-hmm. because yours is important as well. Important important mm-hmm. as well. So I think one, keep that in mind. Um, two. We love making lists. We're like one, two. Two, three, three four, four, five. Um, I think also i think also like people say this a lot but it's so freaking true is that don't take men at their word take them at their actions in certain situations this is one of those where if he might say yeah i want to be with you i love you etc but if he's making no effort despite you bringing up or raising issue to like what's happening and he's not giving you any attention or even trying to make an effort to spend time with you or figure out something that works for both of you then that should be what you take it as action now take that as his word so if that's not enough for you and that's not what you're willing to like be with or do then i think end it honestly all right thank you so much for listening you guys we really hope we answered a lot of your questions sorry for the goofy silliness throat clearing it is in the morning it is early and we are dead and tired and a little bit hungover at least i am uh so we're gonna go to this place on the street and get breakfast at the diner probably get some biscuits and gravy maybe some omelets we'll see what happens they say a grilled cheese and chicken tenders <laughs> <laughs> exactly it's a really good diner you're gonna like it um thank you guys so much as always for listening you can find us on iheart spotify apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast stitcher whatever uh, make sure to follow us on instagram youtube and tiktok all at crying in public podcast for our youtube it would help us out so much make sure to subscribe and comment and like and share please share guys if you have a friend who would benefit off of this podcast or the advice that we give, especially in our minis. Please be sure to share those YouTube videos. And as always, you're the best. Have an awesome day. We love you. This community is bomb. Bye. Goodbye. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. It's 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. You've probably heard a lot about electrified vehicles lately. Well, Toyota has electrified options for every lifestyle. We've got hybrids, no plug needed. But we also have plug-in hybrids, if that's your thing. (laughs) You can even go 100% electric in the Toyota BZ4X. With so many options for reducing carbon emissions, Toyota is electrified, diversified. Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.